The following story has been brought to you by storiestoinspire.org. I want to end off and just tell you an unbelievable concept that took place at that time in the war of Gaza. And I heard this. I heard this from my brother who runs a yeshiva in Eretz Yisrael called Yesod, nicknamed Last Stop, who had actually one of the guys in his yeshiva who was one of the commanders of a very elite group. And this group was sent into Gaza. And this was a point where Gaza already was cleared out, and the only people remained behind were only the worst and the most dangerous of terrorists. And they were sitting and waiting to continue fighting the war against Israel. And listen to what this commander says. This commander says that he was given the orders to enter a certain block in Gaza. Now, at that time, you have to understand, ladies and gentlemen, listen to me. When a city goes dark and it becomes like a ghost town, and it literally became the battlefield itself. You have to appreciate the fact that there's nothing around. Not even the animals. You know, the animals have a sixth sense. And this is studies show this many times that on the impending danger, they already know that they're running off and they're nowhere to be found. They've seen this by volcanoes. They've seen this by hurricanes where from the animals and their reaction, they have a sense for danger, impending danger as even way before it takes place. There was nothing moving in Gaza. No humans, no animals, nothing. And here was this platoon of Israeli soldiers with this commando, the head commander standing in front of the group, entering this empty block. As Israeli intelligence were told that on this block in one of the basements was one of the largest stashes of explosives and C4 that was being used against Israel. And their mission was that they were going to somehow or other infiltrate the block, find out which building, which house, which basement the goods were being stashed, and to be able to take out the terrorists, and to be able to detonate, and to disarm them from all these explosives. You can imagine what type of mission this was. This was literally a life and death mission. And the commander says over that he hasn't slept in close to 36 hours. And it was hard for him to even see a few feet in front of him. He was constantly blinking, making sure that he had proper vision. And there they entered this empty block. In the front, there was a commander holstering his life. Right behind him, there was the man behind him with his hand on his shoulder. Behind him was another man with his hand on his shoulder. Behind him was another guy with his hand on his shoulder. And this is the way they went down the block, arm in arm, one at a time, literally as one unit, as a chain all linked together, trying to come up with any direction that they may jump out on them. And they walked very quietly down this block. As they started coming down this empty street, the commander suddenly saw something incredible. This white dove comes flying off of the roof of one of the buildings. On a city that the animals have been long gone, this white dove flies right down the middle of the street as if it's coming in front of the commander and his platoon of Israeli soldiers. And then to make matters even more crazy, this white dove lands in midair, right in front of the commander's face. And it flaps its wings and hovers right in the air. And the commander's looking at this bird, and he's blinking as if to try to make sure he's not hallucinating. And he knows he hasn't slept in 36 hours, but this doesn't seem right. And the bird literally looks like it's floating in the middle of midair. And he, he just can't make out what's going on. So with the, with the tip of his rifle, he starts leaning forward 
to nudge the bird with his rifle. And just when he was about to touch the bird, the guy behind him with his hand on his shoulder pulls him back. And that was a sign not to take another step. The commander didn't move. He froze. And then when he took a second look, he saw exactly why. As his eyes refocused, he saw that this white dove wasn't hovering and floating in middle air, midair, but rather it landed on a very thin trip wire going right across the entire street. If he would have taken one more step, he would have tripped that wire later to find out that that wire was connected to enough C4 and explosives to blow the entire block with all the Israeli soldiers. He looked back at that dove as literally the bird looked back at him. The bird flew off and the entire platoon was saved. We don't know the tripwires that are coming at us this year, but we do know that every time Boreolam sends us a little white dove that lands on those little dangerous places and screams to us, open your eyes. Look what's happening. Look what's coming at us. This is not a time to be status quo. We need to react. We need to get the wake-up call and the message. Klal Yisrael. This is a time for tefillah. This is a time that tomorrow morning, starting tonight, we pray with minyanim. We don't miss a minyan. This is a time that our Shemirat Shabbat gets better. This is a time where we learn an extra few minutes of Torah on our study. And if we haven't been learning Torah, now's the time to find the shul, something that will enable Klal Yisrael and the Haganah, which is our Torah that's magne umatzle, to continue to protect us so that finally we'll be zoche, that no matter what's coming at us the coming year, Borei Olam will finally shine on us. The Geula Krova, finally it'll come the moment where we'll see and we'll be able to say, Tzarotenu, die. Enjoyed this story? Come again. Bring a friend. Stories to inspire dot org.